that was just like a, a coffee shop, right? It wasn't. Um, can I hear if I'm talking? Yeah, just yeah. this loud. Okay. Yeah, I did it last time. Actually, the audio was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, there was this place called Coffee Garden when I was going to Sac City, and I would like be in class all day. Just over in like Curtis Park area. Oh, like right like down the way, in to between the right. Curtis and Land Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would go right there because there was parking amongst all the homes, and they had a really nice back area mm-hmm. with like huge tables, and they had plugs everywhere for your computer. I, think I remember. I think I might have. You know, I would sit it. there for like two hours and just do homework. Yeah. And just drink coffee, but like I, they were open till like. Yeah, I'd be there. There's a, there was a couple late. ones like that too. And it was so nice because like yeah. you're tired, fucking at school all day. What's that other one? That one deep, like off of like E Street or D Street, Weatherstone? Yeah. Weatherstone. Oh yeah, Old yeah. Salt the Weatherstone. Is it Old Salt the Weatherstone? Yeah, that's yeah. Old Salt. That one is like open late the too. Really? Well, no, I just too uh, commercial, too big. No, I just had a couple bad customer service experiences, which I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then I had a couple bad food experiences that I like brought to their attention, oh. and like they didn't really do anything about it. Which it, I don't know, like whatever, dude. That's what you yeah. want to do. That's if you don't want to do anything about it, it's all good. It, I, I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, it's like if one place is going to do something about it and one place is not, where are you going to keep going? That's Especially true. if the coffee is comparable See? or better. That's Except why I tell you all the time. Like, yeah. This place is good. Like they come in. Your place is good. Why are you busy? I'm like, dude, it's not enough to just be good. Yeah. Good is like the minimum. Yeah. It's like you're supposed to do that. You have to be at least good. Well, now the selling points are going to be hospitality. It's, it's the hospitality yeah. and the aesthetic. And aesthetic. Not Instagram. Are you yeah. Worthy? Can you That's make true. Look? That's our generation. See, people forget yeah. the new the new consumer is who we are, and if we know who we are, everything got to be photogenic. Everything got to be aesthetically at pleasing. All time, at all angles, yeah. All, yeah. No, it can't just be good. No. It can't just be really yeah. good. Good it, is the... Oh, no. They're all good. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, everyone, now, what is the everyone's difference? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, can you make it look good? Mm-hmm. A and B good. That's a good point. All right. It's fascinating. Sidetrack. How do you think... What do you think of this idea? I have, I have two turkeys that I need to use up. Okay. And I need to make a new pasta menu item. Okay. I was thinking of making a turkey tortellini... But then putting all the pot pie stuff inside like the tortellini. like a broth. Oh, but yeah. Put the turkey in the tortellini. I get what you're saying. Nice. Like the consomme. Fun. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I don't know. It's I like that. Bigger. I like That'll that. That would be fun. Because what, pot pie, what do you think? Potato, carrot, Potato, celery, carrot. onion. Oh, I could make like gnocchi stuff with carrot. You do that too. Or with the turkey. You could do potato, gnocchi, yeah. Potato, gnocchi stuff with Is turkey. Is gnocchi seasonal? I don't, I don't think, think so, so. right? It's, it's russet potato. Does yeah. russet potato have a season anymore? <laughs> gnocchi was hot for a second. It didn't really last that long, but there was a, a hype for yeah. gnocchi. I was thinking for like peas, yeah. carrots. Spring peas, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I, I mean, these will kill. I think it comes down yeah. to how much labor you're willing to put in in each one. Yeah, me and the other guy that makes pasta now, we, we smashed out a bunch of P1, P tortellini the other day. Yeah. The parsnip tortellini the other day. Oh, nice. I was impressed. I was like, oh, shit, we did, just between the two of us, like, have a little tortellini party. Yeah. That's what I always call it when more than one person does a project, <laughs> it's a party. Nice. You know, just like, okay, all right, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, all right, in like an hour, 
everybody, whatever project you're working on, yep. you ain't working on it. You get one hour to wrap it up. Yeah. And then we all in this party. Yeah, we all in this door leading party. Go through. Yeah. We'll smash three, do enough for like half the week at one time or the whole week. Where'd you get the turkey from? I still have from Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yeah, there was two that I ordered that I... Uh, whole? Whole. That I never thought out, so they've been frozen the whole time. Yeah, that's really the only thing you can do, because I mean... There isn't really much you can do with... I mean, I can do, like, turkey brie sandwich, you know, but... I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to. You can. It's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I just don't want to do that. Turkey turtle is fine. Turkey's an, always fun. a tough sell outside of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if I, like, put it in a pasta that everyone wants all the time anyway, they'll just be like, oh, oh, and me? Yeah. Oh, and me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The turtle so, might work. Yeah, I think spring so. coming around, get some spring peas in there. Nice orlini, a little turkey. The broth is smart. I think the Popeye smart is smart. Are you gonna do the? Are you gonna do a, what's it called? Like nice cut vegetables seen through the consomme with the tortellini? Uh, I mean, it's not gonna be consomme. Come on, gonna, consomme, man. I'm not doing. Get no the egg yolks. Egg, get the whites, egg, man. Get, get the raft going. Crap. You gotta get the raft. Come on, show us some of that technique, man. Oh my god, dude, fuck that shit. <laughs> I did that one time in culinary school, yeah. and I was like. This is a bitch. Oh, we cheated hell of time. I had like nine coffee filters, five sieves, and then fucking just ice cubes in the whole night. Oh, we was really? cheating like, come on, man. Got to get it clear. Get those tornadoes done. Oh, oh, they made us do it. Yeah. Just the wrap. And then I think when we poured it out, there was like a strainer coffee filter situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that thing took all day. Yeah. I mean, it's sexy. It's a sexy technique. Yeah. But it's... But does that... Yeah. Is, for the average diner, do they care between no. stock and consomme? See, but I think that's, that's what it's antiquated. You, you and yeah. I would be like, damn, they took the yeah. time to do that. Everyone else is just like, just taste Fucking broth. It's broth. I can see through it. Cool, bro. Cool story. Yeah. So as long as they don't make the stock. But see, like, doesn't make a return cloudy. because of Instagram now. Because see, that's a picturesque type shit. You know I think it, when someone figures out how to sexify the process of it and make it seem oh, shit. so people know what's going on. I think the only way it, to sexify it is... It looks hella ugly. It looks horrible. Because it's all the The top garbage. shit, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can make sexy rafts. Because, yeah. you know, the cool part is when you have the raft and then you break it open a little yeah. bit and get the little broth. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it's it's more of a labor of love thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a tough sell. But, no, turkey pop, turkey pop pie broth with uh, yeah. turkey tortellini peas. Yeah, plan, plan turkey pop pie. That'll, That'll sell. sell. It's nice. That'll be a good one. Good little seasonal pasta for hot meal. But yeah. Anyway, this is the best. Shops. This is the best investment right here. It I would think that this is where, this is somehow gonna be, because I mean restaurants are closed at lunch now. A lot of them are. I just reopened. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. One yeah, of the few. It's crazy. But there's a lot Magpie of them that is gonna start doing lunch too. Oh, okay. See, but it's almost inevitable. It should be supplemented with coffee at this point because I think our generation be. is more of the, I only eat once a day. I eat once a day. Yeah. So I just need a snack. And that's what the I coffee need a is the perfect I need thing. A, yeah, I need like a, I don't know bacon scone. Mm-hmm. But see now that I think if this let's just hypothetically say coffee shops are the new lunch restaurant, your offerings need to be not turn and burn though. They have to be somehow not heavy, but very well constructed. Mm. Yeah. And in a matter of time where it's ready to go quick. Yeah. Because you're not taking rezos and. Your busyness could be from the morning time to the night. Yeah. So your you, busyness yeah. is just walking. See? So and I'm people. thinking in my head, this is Garmanger 1000 or a very high-end bakery. 
I think would occupy a coffee space because coffee's the draw. Yeah. Because everybody does it. Yeah. Especially here. I think they bake a lot of their own stuff here. There you go. See? And you would have never thought that before. No. But I think where, where Starbucks maybe have set the precedence when they started bringing in um, their stuff, you know, when they started doing hot food, I think that broadly set the idea. That and there should be some kind of... Exactly. Some, kind of substantial mm-hmm. food. Yeah, there's a spot in... Uh, Land Park right across the street from Sac State. Do you know where the book exchange used yeah. to be for Sac City, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there used to be Metro Espresso. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's gone. Yeah. That's five sips coffee. I don't know what, five drips. Yeah, sip, something that, that like shit that. rotates all the time. Yeah. Though, yeah. Um, so one of the guys that I have, he drives right past it, and he started coming with these Thai chicken wraps, talking about how great they are, and I'm like, where's mine? He's like, oh, tomorrow. Never. never tomorrow happened. is the only day that never happens uh, but uh he keeps it's funny because every time I'm like what's up man he's like that was sad that was sad so I went sell. I went and got one and I was yeah it was just she had them all lined up all the different wraps that they have wrap sandwiches that they had she said oh, okay you want one yeah she takes it or it takes like five minutes she throws in the panini, unwraps it throws in the panini press Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, rewraps it. Here you go. See, and that's no need for a full kitchen. Because that's panini press. You don't need a hood. No. See, so that's where this weird yeah. idea is now. So it's it, if you were a, a chef or a cook, that would be the ultimate test. Like, yo, creative, nice menu, five to ten dollars, five to twenty dollar food items with no hood. Yeah. Here we go. That's yeah. awesome. I think that's awesome. If if that could matriculate, because now I really honestly think that this would be the best casual fare for people in today's modern yeah. world. You we know, I don't just, need resos. I don't want should, resos. Now it's getting hotter. We'll just do a different coffee shop a day. Hey, let's do that. I, 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 I already know. I already know a couple that you would enjoy going to. Okay. Yeah. See, I think this like, is what the real shit is. Have like defined aesthetic yeah well I mean like I said there's a lot of people that come into the shop that are from coffee shops that oh, really? I haven't even been at yet and they're buying I mean a lot of them they smoke salmon, smoke salmon but there yeah. are a lot of them starting some flipping tunas some are doing salmon so I'm always curious to know like damn that's interesting for one to incorporate this into your place of business because seafood specifically I mean you know coffee being there that could be yeah. a conflict. But a lot of the coffee shops also do like chai tea yep. or matcha tea. Yep. And a lot of people get that. Yeah. See, like, that, that, that audience has grown quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The tea game is only, you know, becoming expressive. But then on top of that, different beans. I mean, this is almost equivalent to oh. how people treat wine. Huh? What What did you get? You just Americano. got Americano. Okay, so I got cold brew. Yeah. And I was like, and I, you know, brain off after that. I was ready to say thank you. Yeah. She's like, Sing, single origin or whatever. And I was like, there's another question? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, when I saw but single no, origin, I was totally like. that's totally what you were saying. Like, yeah. it is like the wine thing. Mm-hmm. But see, that's, I think that's reflective of whatever this new dining experience could be. I think along the lines of what we were talking about where, okay, people are hip to cooking. Uh, considering where if we're in California and where the world is right now inflation's at all time high so people are curving their day to day thing and I'm of the idea at least understanding that generationally the diet has become a big thing keto uh, intermittent fasting has definitely come into the the popular scope of conversation where you can honestly admit a lot of people that you've come across now in the generation are like yeah I skip breakfast I barely do lunch I don't know if that's an industry thing but it feels like that's an actual generational thing 
Yeah, that's why like, I think oh, for coffee it makes sense. Yeah, piece of toast mm-hmm. with sugar and cinnamon on it. Yeah. Wow. See, the business dealings that happen in this generation happen yeah. in coffee shops. Mm-hmm. They're not power lunches no more. Where, no. Hey, let's go to, you know, firehouse and have a power yeah, lunch. Let's go to firehouse, Bernadine. Yeah. Show up. Yep. We're gonna bring there because so they know we're serious. Yeah. See, today's business is. Here at a coffee shop. Yeah. What would you like? And then, like, dude, most of the time it's just like this guy right there. He could be making a multi-million CEO. dollar deal right there. Yeah, CEO right here. Just He's like, just happening right yeah. here. If he had like a, mm-hmm. head, if he had some AirPods in, oh, you, you know, he's on Zoom with some other guy in yep. some other coffee shop. Yep, exactly. You know, selling his company out of the earshot of all his employees. That dude, this yeah. is. But it's, yeah, you want to see about the wine thing? Look at that tasting wheel they got yeah. up there. I know. I see that. Yeah. See, that's interesting because is that a creative way of doing this or are we just barely scratching the surface about the intricacies of fucking coffee? Because also, you know, you would hear about, you know, coffee South America. and you, There's yeah. documentaries galore about this stuff oh, yeah. and how coffee's culture. I mean, we've always known that, but now for some reason, the generation before weren't hip to it like that. So where coffee now? In yeah. Yeah. Then I was just uh, one of the other things I listened to. They were they had the episode about coffee, mm-hmm. and I guess ninety percent of the world's coffee is like arabica, okay. is the plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's another kind, uh, and I don't remember what it was called. And something there's some disease that's attacking the arabica plants right now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's some like world citrus problem right now too. Yeah, there's some something attacking all the citrus and because there's not enough biodiversity it's like so they were like citrus could go extinct in the next four years and i was like what (laughs) yeah i don't know what that is but i mean it's alarming to hear initially Uh, because the episode was all about biodiversity Mm -hmm. and and like for the coffee thing they were like oh yeah this guy got paid by the senegalese government to go in the forest go looking for this coffee that was commercially grown like 70 60 years ago uh-huh. in hopes that yeah he, and he did and he found and it he, yeah. he was able but i'm like that's nuts dude because yeah. that's like the stuff that that's one of those things that starts off as a need and then it's gonna be like okay well now we have to try it and see if it's commercial enough Okay, now what else is out there? Now that our need is met, let's go focus on yeah, our let's wants. Focus on more, yeah. And as soon as we have wants, then you have like a commodity mm-hmm. that's that's more specialized than just an overall. So, oh, that's an interesting shift. That's just what what I they they stopped at the biodiversity thing of like, and I'm I'm totally with like, yeah, you need biodiversity, you need like ten different kinds of cauliflower because what if one of them just yeah. ups and goes? It should never be singular. Yeah. yeah. But then, I, you know, then I say, okay, well, when you have 10 types of cauliflower, it's 10 different chemical makeups. There's going to be 100 different diets that pick from that. And different then people are going to be like, well, I need, I, my doctor told me to eat romanesco only. Yeah. Yeah. But, or I, I like the color of the purple one. The purpleus cruciferium. Something. I mean, maybe that is kind of the, the trend. I mean, I think we're just overall being biodiverse across the board, whether that's a it's a, a populist idea or if it's a generational idea. I mean, if we are only learning about the mishaps of the generation before, right? Like, as we start to yeah. have these conversations, uh, it seems like these are happening behind the scenes as these certain things emerge. And then it becomes commonplace. I mean, who would ever think that coffee was culture like this? 
you know, where everybody instead of having you know, the tin foil or the the Folgers coffee at home and that whole deal, yeah. or you know, the fifty cent cup of Joe at the gas station, that was kind of a culture thing. The culture now, at least now, we're just talking about here. I mean, this is what it is. It's like fine dining coffee. Yeah, but see, I've experienced this also up up in Portland. I've experienced oh, this sure. in. In Texas, to certain I bet degrees. it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean that's what At I'm saying. At least in the states, for it, sure. exactly. See, so I'm thinking there is something to be said about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I like I like the idea. I want to see what this evolves to. Biodiversity-wise, yeah. I mean, yeah. If this is only scratching the surface, where the demand is high and people are out there scavenging for it, then they're gonna there's gonna be a whole evolution of a whole bunch of different. Well, because then some guys gonna go out and find it and be like. I own all the plants. Mm-hmm. I own them. Yeah. You know? Like Monsanto, Monsanto. Like, he's going to be like, I own yeah. the only coffee plant left. What are you going to do about it? Oof. It's my property. See? And that only happens with vegetables. But, I mean, you see this. You've seen this in industries at least up until now. Beef, chicken, you know, fish not so much because I think that's a burgeoning uh, thing. But even then, still with the demand in that I think fish world. kind of went through its thing, and now that's probably the farthest along of people realizing, oh, they you have to... Because mm-hmm. that what is it that Monterey Bay Aquarium oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. website forever ago? I'm sure you still get people. Go, is oh, this, all the time. Is this wild? Mm-hmm. That's from that website. Oh yeah. You know, and now it's like even flip flop where it's actually now actually farm is better than the wild stuff. I mean, depends on your perspective. So, yeah, yeah, right. Because if you're trying to conserve, for, yeah, conserve wise and conserve. Are you trying to conserve wildlife? Better. Yeah. yeah. And that's the one thing I could at least understand about, you know, the fish world, at least to my understanding, is the innovations are there. They're very progressive in, you know, trying to curb ways and different ways to, you know, kind of preserve wildlife and nature simultaneously with farming. Where I think chicken and beef, in terms of its industry, one, they're humongous, still, dominating. So, and there's a stranglehold, at least at the top. And what I understand is it's controlled by a very small amount of people, so... There isn't really super incentives to kind of change those processes, yeah. at least not yet. Well, when you're making the rules and they're working out just fine for you, mm-hmm. there's no yeah, there's Why no would point. You change? Yeah, and on top of that, people are still paying for yeah. it regardless. You know, you're yeah. seeing all these prices still raise, and this is across the board. So, I think as we continue to evolve, like I said, something like this it feels like oh wow, we are really living in a different future. If you want to recognize it that way, because this has to be going on everywhere. This is a completely different future than the ones that like our parents. Yeah, lived lived in. It's, I think it's. I think coffee, it's cool. You're telling me a coffee shop is like that's where people go to do business. Yes. Yeah. How much am I paying Dinner. for coffee? Five dollars. Dinner. If yeah. You're, if you're just hanging out with some friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, soon. I mean, like I said, there are a couple that will be open late. I mean, this is to seven is pretty interesting. Seven's late. But now I could see that easily going to eight or nine. And then having a, you know, I constantly, I, I could drink coffee all day. Dude, if there was the a place one. open at like ten or midnight. Yeah. I would be there. Yeah, everyone semi frequently mm. getting a late night coffee. See, just because I like it. Shit, that's I'm, I want to get the espresso machine in the restaurant. I might have to go get in the coffee game, man. Yeah, I mean, because look, well, look at your at least labor overhead, mm-hmm. right? Someone has to roast the beans. Yeah. Okay. That's damn near fixed cost because either you want to buy them or make them yourself yeah. I don't know I would imagine it's slightly cheaper to roast them oh, yourself sure. yeah. food cost wise I don't know after the labor cost maybe it's comparable 
You know, it's like the same argument as like restaurants that make everything from scratch versus ordering some of this stuff kind yeah. of done. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's cheaper yeah. to make it yourself, but Depending only on only if you're fast enough and mm-hmm. only if you're selling enough. So. Mm-hmm. But look at there's one person in there right now. She's probably here the rest of the night by herself. Chilling. Yeah, exactly. Chilling. There there might be someone in an office doing yeah, work right like now. a backup in the case she gets yeah. wild. Yeah. But Chilling. probably not. Yeah. Oh, she's going here. And probably has been since what? Twelve? Yeah. This afternoon. Get through the morning rush and that's it. How about this? What's the max you would pay for coffee right now? If you walked in here and it said eight bucks. I don't think I could. I would, that was the number I had in my head. Eight bucks would, I think eight bucks for maybe if it was like a mocha, you know, had something to it. But just like, I just get cold brew or black coffee. I think the most I would pay for just a black coffee right now and return to a place if it was good enough, I could see myself going up to like five, five fifty. Oof. But you know, yeah, that's maybe. Yeah. It would have to be fucking good because I think there's some places. Where, let's see what the cold, the cold brew here is four twenty five. I'd pay five fifty for a cold brew for sure because mm-hmm. I'm not going to take the time to do it. Yeah, yeah, and I like it. Yeah, but that's that's the max until then, the next and, max. until the next max. Yeah, <laughs> uh, four. I think four fifty. I think under five for a plain coffee. That's you're going to make money. Yeah. I don't know if you can. Know, let's see what else we got up here. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. They're doing four shots for a shot of espresso. Yeah. Or four four bags. What else they got in there? I mean, that's the going price. That's not reflective on uh, on latte five twenty five. But that's that's spot on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, okay, if if Starbucks is the barometer, right? Let's just say Starbucks is the McDonald's, right? Okay. That's their price barometer. Shit, anything above that, I mean, it's clearly warranted. You don't have to wait in line. It's not. It's not got Starbucks. Big they got company. some drinks that are like seven, eight bucks. Right? Exactly, and then obviously depending on size, and that's that's their sure. that's their business model. But see, business model here, it's all you're not asking for size. You're just asking for, you know, yeah. an appropriate amount, and then it's, it makes amount, it easier for and they're the like, consumer. Yeah, we'll make it kind of small, but we'll make it really good. Yeah, exactly. And then people are willing to buy it, not only for that, but like we pointed out, the aesthetics, the whole ambiance, yeah. the location, the hours. The, the location. Exactly. The location and the build-out, like, it's really, when I walked in, too, because I knew we were going to do this, I was looking, I was like, they have, like, sections. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they have those two tables over there, that's a section. They have against the window, that's another section. Outside, there's, like, two or three different sitting areas. Yep. Sitting, like, different, and then they got the lounge back there, you know? different sitting areas for you to like kind of view alone like you have every own. version of what in the last couple years what every coffee shop would have one of these yeah. ideas it's like they've encompassed every single All of vibe yeah it's a couch area high but tables, it makes you feel like benches, even though you're in a public space you're alone mm-hmm. kind of like how lofts are always like in a loft you put down a rug because it defines a space yeah they did a good job at like defining different spaces with yeah. just furniture oh yeah for sure it's even I actually I really like this spot too because you see this little they got the foot rail right there. No, oh, yeah, you, you just look you, out. You can't yeah. sit there right there. Uh huh. But if you go around the corner, you can sit up at the bar top right there. Oh, like a little bar seating. And like look yeah. down into their space, which is like that's that's a bar. I do like that. It's fun too sitting there. Let's 
see. And that's what I'm saying. That has become culture. Like I said, have you ever been to the Starbucks in near the arena? It's on. Yes. That high fashion one. Yes. Right? What's that called? Starbucks uh, like Starbucks XL or something? Black. Yeah. Starbucks yeah. Starbucks black. black or something like that. Starbucks black. Crazy, Uber right? Car. You walk yes. in there. That looked like a high end restaurant. Yes. Come on, man. Well, and that's and Starbucks. Smart marketing, because like they they realized that they were saturating, and then they're like, okay, what can we do? We're separated. Oh. We'll just decorate it different, mm-hmm. add a couple of new drinks, and be like, this is our yep. special location. And change around the uh, service. Yeah. You know the service is a little bit more... Yeah, up. Yeah. Because I think it, it's a comparable idea. It's like if, if McDonald's went to the restaurant world and started taking resos and shit. Yeah. Same idea. But see, it's with, with McDonald's, it's in culture, we've come to slander it and make it... As they stepped up their on. game recently, uh, dude. Uh, I keep tabs on McDonald's all the time. Like they they're a smart business model. Anymore. That's what I'm saying. And they shifted that years ago before yeah. anybody else was doing that. That's what I'm saying. They're quarter pounder with cheese, man. Uh, hey, they're, they're flagship burger. They the egg circles that they do. Fresh eggs every day. That's fresh eggs. Fresh eggs. Yeah. Yep. Come on, man. That's crazy. And efficiency is wild. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, yo, man, that's a billion dollar business. They have the R&D to figure this shit out. That's the thing, right, is they have the capital to mm-hmm. be like, okay, yep. we have to adjust. Yeah. The, the need has been, yeah. we see the need, we see the want that people want. We had to figure it out. Yeah. Otherwise, In our way. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to get left behind. Yep. And they're so They have the capital to do the yeah. R&D. But hey, credit to them, they actually do it. They don't just be hella obstinate like, no. No, this will finish. Yeah. yeah, no, they have to evolve. I mean, it's the number one American business out there. And the bonus for them is, if it passes, they just go right back to what they're doing. Yep, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing it's nothing. That's crazy. Come on, man, they have crazy. a they have a fucking hamburger university, man. Come on. Do they really? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Dude, the their managers place? at every place, of, from what I understand, is the six figure thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, if you go and you commit yourself to the craft, yeah. I mean, you really look at, I mean, it's been a while since I've looked at one, but I mean, it's a clean service. And it, like I said, through all the years of ridicule, it's just imagine a company constantly trying to keep up and yeah. doing that. And that's what well, I said. You know, when you talk about trashy fast food, you don't talk about McDonald's anymore. You talk about, like, Del Taco. Yeah, yeah, you talk about them weird ones that are like. Jack in the Box. Yeah, the, the Jack in the Crags, the ones that it's are just. like McDonald's, like, yep. it's like okay, it's we're fast boys. food, but we're like, we're like upper class mm-hmm. fast food now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. We're like Agreed. Ruth's Chris. Yeah, and if there's a bad one, they'll demolish it. That's how they're they're like that with their shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I do. No, it's cool. I like I like I like where coffee's. Gone. I had I had suspected this idea was on the verge. I had no idea that it was in. A, it was like here. Yeah. Because yeah. like I said, I look at this. I'm like, if I didn't know better, because you know, like I said, Noma in, uh, was it Noma or Nopa? What is it, Noma? Noma in San Francisco, right? Nope. Nopa. 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 The first thing I thought, I was like, what the? This building's humongous for coffee. For coffee. But then, look at it, you're like, that makes sense. If I had put a, a dollar sign above all these people, I'm like, yeah, that's about five to ten bucks each person. It's probably and throughout the whole day. That'd be interesting to talk to one of them. I'm like, what? what like, because I know in my head when I see a four top... Right for each person, yep. what I'm looking to get yeah. per person. You see the value a, right on top of their head. I wonder what a coffee shop looks to get out of per person. But see, here's the thing, though. How many times does the person that come to your shop? How many times will you see them in a month? Oh well, the coffee shop's going to see them twice as much as I do. Exactly. Yeah. See, so imagine so they're buying appetizers every time they come in, and that shit could be three times a week. Oh, I go to my coffee shop like every day. Boom. Now I'm there the unusual, go. but I would bet. For a coffee shop, they well maybe I'm not. Maybe like Monday through Friday, they see the same people. Uh, exactly. 
And then maybe they see them on Saturday, Sunday, or they just have like a different, yeah. What's a $4 item on your thing? App or a side? On my menu? Yeah. I don't have one. App. Side? Uh, I think a side of fries is like $4. Okay, boom. Someone coming in every day, Monday through Friday, to buy fries from you. Yeah, it's not happening. But I mean, that's essentially what's happening. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. (laughs) See? It, it makes sense. The The business model makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then you put a premium on, on service because the only defining thing between you is your coffee, your aesthetic, and then your service. Yeah. So it's clear as day to where the emphasis is. Where a restaurant, motherfuckers just trying to survive in the back to get the food out on time. That's already hassle as it is. On top of that, I even though we might be like really at the line of being understaffed, which most restaurants operate at understaffed, not overstaffed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you're threading the needle by trying to you know, balance yeah. that out with the like randomness. How much work can we get out of everybody? Exactly. Without running them into the ground. Yep. Oh, yeah. and on top of that, this is early in the daytime. <laughs> this isn't yeah. a nighttime situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's the that's the craziest part is they're open at like six, seven in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Maybe not anymore now that people are all working from home. But I mean the only thing they're missing is the fucking delivery to home service, which I'm assuming they have. If you were smart, you'd I mean, have there's that. DoorDash. You there just you let go. them do it. I, whatever you work Added out. Added revenue. Although, I think, for like a coffee shop like this, I think you go to it. You right? go because to you the coffee want the aesthetic yes. of going. Aesthetic, yeah. But if you're you a big wanna, fan, you, you just love the coffee. And, like, take your picture. It's custom. See? Save it on plates. Huh? Save it on plates. Make them in-house. Yeah. They'll probably sell them. I've always thought about doing that, making my own plates. That's the next level. That'd That's be the fun. Next. I, it would just, I love working with, like, obviously, I like working with my hands. Yeah. But working with, like, a material that was, like, oh, I fucked up. Boop. Re- yeah. Just restart. That sounds great. It's it not like cool. you overcooked the steak. No. Nah. And you're yeah. like, oh, I can't restart. <laughs> Warm that bitch up again and putty it up. I have a question. Okay, you, you are Italy guy, right? Italy coffee culture, what is it like? That is, like, you wake up. Okay. It's like breakfast. Okay. You get your coffee and a little sweet treat. That's it. And then, uh, how early in the day does this usually happen in the town? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to ask my dad. He'd be better at this. Mm-hmm. I wake up late, so for me, I'm thinking nine o'clock ish. Okay. Go get my espresso. Start my day. Okay. What is the? Maybe the average working person is like seven, seven thirty. Okay. And then. Trying to think, the last time I was there, I think we were at our coffee shop in the middle of the day, and it was a little bit busier than this. Not crazy, but a lot of people sitting there, maybe on their lunch. Yeah, or if they, I don't know. Yeah, hanging out. Because Italian coffee culture is is well, that's what Starbucks is modeled after. Okay, see there you go. Yeah. See, the it's modeled after like, well, let's just make espresso. Yeah. Let's see. let's have some service interaction. Let's mm-hmm. not just like. Yeah, yeah, like self serve, yeah. fifty cents a cup, get yeah. to go. It's a it's an afterthought, let's not have, a main. Let's have like a really good cup of coffee, mm-hmm. serve it to somebody, and then pull it on like on plateware, and then we'll collect it and wash it. Oh, see, you know, something something a little bit more than just yeah, your Denny's. Like here's your. See, where did Italian people get that shit from? Oh, I don't know. Are they the original people of this coffee culture thing? Because I've been to like, okay, like I remember in... in I would imagine not, because it doesn't grow there. No, exactly. 
See, so, but then, you know, you go to South America where it's prevalent there, at least where a lot yeah. of the nice, you know, some All of the beans are. Argentinians do that tea thing. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. But then you go to Vietnam and they have the, you know, chef coffee with the condensed and the, the slow drip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, that, that shit is wild, too. And that, that culture in itself also is its own kind of mm-hmm. thing. And you realize now that, you know, at least in the way that we consume information or, or people in general, there's a lot more people that are hip to travel. Whether it's through right. shows or actually doing it, and coffee has become a staple. Yeah. And experiencing different ones, you'll see Thai iced tea, chai, like even you know, credit to the the Asian community of the the boba is the same deal. Yeah, where boba's like, yeah, man, we got like little chicken fingers, we got like this and that. I mean, it's a oh, little more like of a quickly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I mean, that's its own little take, but you just realize kind of this 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 culture of quick eats, uh, casual. Uh, you know uh, Beverage This is almost Replaces like the new, new Bar idea It's like the adverse You know what I'm saying I mean dude This is Yeah I was always Yeah the, the cappuccino thing And the espresso thing Cause that's To me always An Italian thing Italian Culture Is Similar to Almost like Japanese culture In the way that People think about it here In my opinion Cause everybody thinks Oh it's Japanese Man that shit is Italian, there's always like a certain prestige that already comes right. with it. You know, no, what I'm there saying? totally is. I don't know how it got that way. I mean, it's nice that it did. Yeah. Maybe just because uh, I don't know. I, I I do not know how James Bond. I mean, who well, knows? I, my first thought is like maybe because we've been here for a while, mm. but then like the Irish have been here forever. And, but when you, you think about Irish, Irish, what do you think about them? People fighting and drugs. Yeah, fight, exactly. Yeah. You don't. So why did Italians get known as like posh and? Mm-hmm. And nice, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. even to this day, the fashion, the, the yeah. people, the idea, the bravado, it's somehow still... And maybe it might just be a California thing because our climate Could is be. so similar. Could be. Like, maybe if we went to, what is it, Montana, mm-hmm. and you're like, what? Know, yeah. Maybe they're just like, ah, I don't really know Italian, I know chicken parm. Yeah, it's good. And yeah, they might see. like, oh no, we eat shepherd's pie because the, mm. the, the climate is yeah. a little bit more similar. Who knows? I, I do not know. That's a good point. But I do know the first thing I thought of was like, oh, Irish and like drunks, bar fight, fighting. Redheads. Redhead, fireman. Yep. That's it. Pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, that is yeah. strange. Italian culture, but then that's the same thing you see with Japanese culture. Yeah. Oh, Japanese, oh, dude, that's yes. so dope. So it's, it's so well minimalist, done. Yep. proper. It's done. They it's dedicated their entire life to make this. Like, yeah. that is so crazy how that translates yeah. to but then you how we perceive now it. Now there's, like, a new part of Japanese culture coming out of, like, the nightlife where it's, like, very colorful, very loud, yeah. very yeah. uh, kind of eccentric. Yes. I mean, anime is, like, big yeah. with everybody. Yeah, Everyone watches anime. I had no idea. I thought I was, like, kind of an anime nerd. And I was, like, I watched, like, maybe one or two. Yeah. And I'm talking about, like... Avatar, and, yeah, and maybe like uh, every once in a while, another one just because it's on. Yeah, no, no, no. The younger generation, they be talking about all the time. Oh, bro, you seen that new new here? I yeah, think, you seen that new Attack on Titan? You seen that new, uh, whatever one they're talking about? Yeah, like, damn, you guys like into you it. You guys like watching? It's pop culture. Like, you guys, if it's on your Netflix stream, the there's a section just for anime on every yeah. single streaming platform. Yeah, that's strange, right? It has a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I remember when I like being a kid and seeing one one time, and being like, "This is weird, but okay." Yeah, it's a, a very well done cartoon yeah. that is like not super funny all the time. There's like some no, depth it's like kind of like an adult cartoon. Yeah, 
Yeah. There's adult teams, yeah. and it's uh, there's a lot more depth. And then it's it's now common culture. It's it's in the popular culture. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't understand it. I'm, I'm removed from it, but goes back to the whole idea of like something about Japanese lore, and then coinciding with like something like Italian. It's like it's always going to be revered in this American culture the way we yeah. consume it. And like I said, it's only be California, maybe specifically Sacramento. Let's just speak locally like that. I mean, yeah, it's no, it's yeah, what it, is. it is weird like that though. How, I, how things flourish, like. Who is deciding or is the group deciding and why is the group funneling to this one thing? How does the thought process continue to be the same? Because this is not new. Like even back then, like high fashion is Italian. You know, all the yeah. brands that you see are from Italian. Italy, France. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I think everyone would say. Mm-hmm. Where does design come from? Italy, France. Mm-hmm. France, yeah. Italy. See, when I think France, I only think I cooking, smelly people. And cheese. That's it. That's it. I don't think think wine. No, I think Napa. I think California at this point. Only maybe because of being in California, but because of the indoctrination of through the culinary world. I mean, I did learn about French wines, but those Uh are the ones that, at least during my learning phase of wine, Napa was on the rise. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like a world power. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like, oh no, when I think wine, California, living in California, California wines. Yeah. You go to any restaurant, but anybody looking for French wines? <laughs> even with that though, how many California wineries have some kind of like French in the oh, name? Of course. Yeah. Not just not just the grape, the grapes are the name of the grape. That's, yeah. That's just, yeah. but like uh, a couple of weekends ago, I, I was in, when Napa. I was in Napa that was one time. Drunk in Napa, yes. Yeah, I, we ended up at this place and it was like Chateau de Carneros. Yes. And I was like, why is it called Chateau? Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah. And I was like, it's only called Chateau to add $5 to every bottle. It's true. And I think you do have a point there. You do have a point of how the wine has been now, you know, distributed worldwide. I mean, you find all fucking great wines everywhere. But to have the no, no. French distinction does give you yeah. the marketing. No, I mean, top. You're right, California wine. I've seen California wine in Europe. And be yeah. Like, Why is this here? I'm telling you, California. Anything American in other countries is premium. Yeah, but it's true. It's the same reason why there's like imported prosciutto here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that we can't make prosciutto. No. It's as good as they do from there. It's that it says the DOP. Yeah. There, and it's like oh, this can't. Yeah. Traveling through my food. See, came from that's, see, that's where coffee need to go. I need to walk in. I need to char- see some charcuterie. Some charcuterie. Yeah, that'd be cool. Come on, but man. What charcuterie do you do with coffee? I don't like, know. I'm fucking prosciutto. You don't want some salami prosciutto with some bread in the morning? Eat that all day, all day There's long. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Let's up this out. game. Let's take Europe yeah. and Italy and France, put it together, and put some sushi. In. You do whatever the fuck you want at this point. It's true. Uh, Who's stopping you? That's what I said. This is the beauty. Who's if stopping? we're gonna do California and America, that's what we do. Put it all together and just put the best shit out. Are we or are we not the melting pot? You know, uh, we got to live up to the hype. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, if we're gonna like, it's you know, starting jack to all be these things, allowed yeah. a little bit. I, you know, yeah, even on my menu, I'm starting to have some more stuff that's not strictly just Italian. I mean, it's taken forever to to get people to think of my place as more than just the Italian pasta yeah. shop. But we just added a beef rib dish, and yeah. it's got bok choy on it. Boom. And I didn't just list seasonal vegetable. I said bok choy. Beef ribs with potato and bok mm-hmm. choy. Yeah. This shit's getting ordered. There you go. And I was like, see? It's shifting because I think people really just want 
good food yeah. at the end of the day and you don't have to I think people are open especially in California because there's rarely a true distinction of a restaurant like here's what we do specifically aside from your normal like Japanese Asian and even those are kind of being kind of amalgamated and yeah. formed into different things like you'll go to a Japanese spot find all types of Korean dishes or Chinese dishes vice versa Italian eh the distinction is not really clear anymore because I mean shit, right. you'll see mussels you'll see ahi tuna you'll see you know soy sauce on the menu I mean what are we doing here you know what I'm saying this is we're just making stuff that tastes good exactly your, or your heritage is Italian but you live in California yeah. and have cooked at a whole bunch of places so it's only going to be I mean. expression yep see because of that so oh, yeah it's, it's dope see? I'm into it I like it yeah uh, yeah Italian Japanese have that that prestige I don't know if we ever get away from that. It seems like those are kind of supplanted in us. Unless something really, really happens to those countries where somehow they lose that. But I don't... We uphold that here as a as a mindset of when we think about those things. I do it. I'm, I'm guilty of all that. That's high quality. I don't know if I'm just conditioned to understand that, but... I don't know how that shakes. But at the, in the meantime, people will continue to draw that up. You know? It's very relaxing here, though. But see, this is, I could equate this, this is happening simultaneously with, uh, what's that called, beer? Uh, what's that called, like breweries? There's a bunch of them now. Yeah. You know the beer brewery thing. Mm-hmm. So I just saw, did you see that sign right there? Yes. Coffee Origin Tasting. Every, every Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Brew, brew Device Tasting. Every Sunday. Coffee Seminar. Yeah. Second Tutorial. Saturday. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it makes sense. They're like not even a coffee shop anywhere. This is like a school of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's smart though. Think about it. Those if are you events that be, draw people in. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to be in the club, we yeah. are here to give you the information. Yeah. Well, if you control all the information, you are yeah. the source. True. Uh, oh, this no, is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try coming to one of these every yeah. Saturday. We'll probably start doing more of this, where it's like instead of doing coffee restaurant reviews, it'll be coffee shop and the evolution of coffee shops. Because I don't this, think this is this is the beginning. A food service yeah. place. It is. You. Whether people recognize it or not, this is the new shit. Well, because then there's places like the co-op. People go there for lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's I mean, common there's place. A, there's a coffee shop right next to it, but going to, like, Safeway for lunch. Safeway up their game. People yeah. would go there for lunch all the time. Shit, I used to work at a... When I was a teenager, I yeah. would go get that whatever piece of shit fried chicken. Yeah. Coleslaw. Or so fucking, happy. Yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But then they all have a... Some have Starbucks's, but... See, that's the thing. Forty Brothers. Forty Brothers, same deal. I used to work at Nugget. Nugget, same deal. They have their their coffee, and then they have their deli. It's all packaged like this. Come on, man. See? That's what we used to do when we were in high school, going to Tahoe, broke as shit, with just enough money to pay for the the ticket. We'd stop at the Safeway, buy whatever, a bag of rolls for a dollar. Yep, exactly. Some cold cuts and shit. what do, what do you guys got? Chicken salad? How much can I get for five bucks? Yeah. Four quarts. Yeah, know? four quarts. Yep, yeah. exactly. See, in the deli thing, and those places have to up their deli because the people are buying it and there's a yeah. demand and a service. I mean, like you said, voting with the dollar. Ultimately, these companies slowly shift and, you know, really. Well, you show them the, you show them the wants and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, fine. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do. See, that's so strange. I'm just fascinated by how this 
like you said, like how this becomes part of the think tank. How does this yeah. get in there? Why? Are we the ones deciding it or is this being decided? Yeah. Or is it just being, that's what's it. I think we're saying what we want and someone's just like, fine, I'll, I'll do it. Mm. Someone just today was posting like, does anyone know where to buy uh, the lobster roll buns? And I have no responses. I'm like, maybe that's how the lobster roll bun business of Sacramento is going to start. Because this guy was just like, oh, Looking I need for some. It. Yeah. Oh, no one makes them? I'm just Fine, I'll just them. start doing them for yeah. me. Oh, you, you want some? Okay. It sounds someone, interesting. Someone just asked if they could buy our pasta uncooked. And I was like for this yeah but then, who knows maybe then more and more people do it and then you know I'm like okay oh shit we're getting so much I need a whole extra space just to do this, this now the pastas we'll I mean that it kind of makes sense it, it's it's old idea of thinking right oh what do they want and why don't we just okay. give them what they want Chris went through this he, he was like he said one time oh I didn't want to carry this I didn't want to carry this because I didn't feel like but people keep been asking and one night I was finally just like why would I not carry it when everyone wants it I may not like it that much yeah. but I'm selling four of whatever a night yeah. making all my money yeah I just thought that that's like yeah. the conundrum I remember working at a great restaurant uh, and we were talking about uh, filet right or even having a steak on the menu but a lot of it was filet being like the highest yielding, you know, thing. He's like, no, I fucking hate filet. I hate it. But he's like, that shit pays the bills. And why would I not carry it if it's the highly most requested thing? Yeah. And that's kind of the, that's the give and take with with restaurants. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At what point oh, is your artistry I, something that's what versus? I tell yeah. the the wine guys all the time, like, did you like it? And I'm like, it doesn't matter if I like it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It matters what someone's gonna come in and pay for it. Yeah. Sure, yeah, see, and yeah. see, that's how that's how finicky that is because it's like you may see something and try to force your way into your your demographic of you know customers, but in the end of the day, it's like people are gonna come with whatever they're gonna want to buy, and once you yeah. recognize that, it just it's up to you to decide if you want to bring that in or not. And yeah. that's what's so crazy. It's like that's that weird middle you point. Did, yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Find a way to strike the balance between what is gonna pay my bill. And what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And then how do I mesh that to pay my bills and do some stuff that I want to do? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, whatever. and then that's like how everything gets decided. At least for me. Yeah. I know the things I'd like to make, but I know if I only did that, I wouldn't be that busy. Yeah. yeah. You know, or I would go through a long dry spell before people were like, oh, this is pretty good if I try. Right down, yeah. But, you know, I might be gone before I make it through. See, that's like, a, that's like one of those, like, uh, when you would see or recognize something like that happening, you would be like, man, fucking that is what ultimately everyone has to do, but fucking good luck, because I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying? Yeah, good luck. Good luck. I'll come in and patronize you, because yeah. I like it, but yeah. good luck, man. I love the idea, but I ain't doing it. Because yeah. in the in the restaurant biz, there isn't, you know, a lot of, there isn't a lot of leeway to no. take risks like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Which you would think in any business, that would be the one, because... The artistry of it is the beautiful part. The creation's amazing. But when the creator, the chef is, now how much stock do we put in that as consumers? And I think that's where the barometer is interesting because people go to places for, like we talked about, fucking a bunch of different reasons. Who knows why? And like you said, it could just be purely location. It could be purely, I just like the color of the wall. Like, who knows why people go into a place? It's just like old school artists, right? Like you had like your... 
patron who would be like, I want you to do this, I want you to do this, I want you to do this, then they throw a party and with all their other rich patron friends. Hey, Dad, who, who did that for you? I kind of like, and they're like, oh, this guy I know, uh, here, you, you can borrow him for today. You know? Yeah. And then they do something else, and then it's like, okay, I had, you know, the artists start out doing what they have to do to pay the bills, and then they get just enough interest that someone finally is like, you know what, you do something, just whatever you want. Yeah. But it's like you have to establish yourself on the base before you can start kind of. Or the adverse, it could be the opposite. Sometimes you can come in wild as fuck. But that's, or you could come in and have an idea. You do one thing, like, hey, I did this for this. Shit, all of a sudden, that's just your whole business you had a whole mindset and that's that's defeating because sometimes like man this idea it is spurned and that's where it's a tug and pull with you know creator because you're like damn okay ultimately i don't want to do that and that's a hard no especially if you're making a lot of money and that you know it's respectable because there is like you said there has to be a balance between i'm i'm happy here i'm willing to do that but i'm also willing to at least still and that's the fight i think without that that's the beautiful part of restaurants because once somebody gets tired of that same thing they order, they'll be willing to try something else. And like you said, once they have that, oh, I have complete trust in this oh. guy, and then now yeah, you have a customer for life. Before the, yeah, no, I had to sell people a lot of chicken alfredo before they're finally like, I'll try bolognese. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah. you'll try bolognese. Yeah, after alfredo, come on, for real. That's then it's two okay, years of this. Yeah. Okay, you, I'll trust you to just make something. Yeah, like, finally. Oh, here's a chicken pesto. I mean, where do people get dining etiquette from to begin with? Like, like on what to order or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... You know what I'm saying? I mean, even though we have Yelp now, so I think now today Yelp would be... Well, Yelp would be the thing like, here's... If people read reviews like that, obviously. And then obviously uh, a good server. Because they don't have the knowledge. That's always been my thought is... Yeah. People don't want to eat terrine because they're like, well, it has fat. It's bad for you. And it's like, or it looks different, or I see the fat. I'm like, yeah. There's different types of fat, bro. Yeah. And like, how much fat are you eating all day? You just, you can't eat liver mousse all day. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Ain't no one eating this breakfast lunch dinner. You yeah. can eat it once in a while, and then have like the garden salad with it, and mm-hmm. kind of balance out and things. I guess that makes sense. So, but you, that by the time you start that conversation, yeah. six seconds in, they're already disconnected. Yeah. But you know, I, my belief is if I keep going after people eventually you get through and eventually one time they try something maybe they go get like the pork belly and yeah like, all right that was gangster yeah i see? did like that and then we got the salad and we did like the garden salad thing that you did you know it was good you were right i'm like just trust me I yeah this shit all day and it is a relationship thing yeah you know and i think that's what but that's the service yes yeah. going back to the original point the premium going forward for some strange reason, will be service again, because we starting our to understand as much as we could spiral into you know rabbit holes about the the beans or the the beef and going into those you know fucking deep webs. It's like okay, that's one element, and then the only other thing is going to be different is the service. Yeah, and that's where as this continues to change, this turnover of you know workforce in that industry in particular. It'll be up to the new restaurants to kind of implement, you know, the, a new emphasis on that. Because yeah. clearly there is a, a big shift in the workforce through the last couple of years where a lot of those people have left uh, the business for a lot of, you know, whatever reasons or it's just a natural turnover. So now the new, you know, front of the house or, you know, kitchen service people, 
it's almost like starting fresh. And depending on the ownerships or the, the people in charge, yeah. we'll now, you know, implement hopefully those things. And then the people who will benefit will be the people consuming. And those people consuming will now have a further educated at least idea of fit or, you know, of, of food, or it seems like in today's world. Because everybody can look up. You can look it up in real time. You can look you at can. a menu and be like, Oh yeah, yeah I think I've seen that. Tell me some bullshit real quick. Let me let me go check him. Exactly. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, See, he's right. Olive oil does have good fats. Yeah. Because okay. everybody thinks that anybody's always trying to get over on them, especially yeah. in the food game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is. Yeah. No, I, so many times I. Well, how big is it? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a good size. See, and that's a culture. How thing. How big is it? Big we is like it? quantity over quality. Yeah. And the price needs to reflect a, a way of feeling uh, fulfilled. Yeah. But I now don't that's just a order something and have it taste really good, but then I'm still hungry. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay. See, but then you're walking into a I don't know where you're coming from, and I don't know what you do. Yeah. Welcome. I hope that we could build a sustained you know relationship yeah. through time if you allow me to you know be a part of prove myself a couple times. Yeah. 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 At least that's, that's the like, idea. Yeah. Or like when people come in, well, what's good here? I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Everything is good Exactly No but I'm like Look man I made the menu I want to put something on the menu That I didn't think yeah. is great But I mean What's the number one but, seller and, and then But that's what I default to When they yeah. keep I'm like look All I all I can tell you for sure Is that Bolognese Number one By distance Every month Yes It is not my favorite I'm uh, over it I've had it a thousand times yeah. Done having it Yeah And they look at me all crazy I'm like don't get me wrong It's good Yeah but anything you've had yeah. a thousand times, you're gonna get over. And like, oh, okay, yeah. Start there. Let me earn my trust with you through that, and then when you keep coming back, then we'll continue and to then, this venture. And then you can start venturing. And they're like, oh. yeah. See, that kind of that does make sense. But that's all service. That's all. Service. That's all service. Yeah, it's your willingness to kind of get out there yeah. and that's make like extra effort to try to build it. Like, yeah. we have to educate people to to return them as customers. That has to be part of our service thing is education in order to retain them that's true because the more knowledge they have the more they're gonna want to get in super into it and then they'll start ordering the weird dishes that we do yeah. like they're gonna be like oh octopus is yeah. big in italy because it goes right there let me let me travel through my food with this guy boom that's the best yeah. way to but travel then you, got, around the world. then you got them locked in yeah then they're regulars forever yeah see that makes sense yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, like we talk about, there is no education for an everyday person about food. You just get it from home, whatever that may be, and then whatever you see, read, hear, and then you test your might in an actual restaurant, which is very daunting. I mean, imagine your first time in a restaurant at whatever age you are, and then, oh, what would you like? Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to order the – people think I'm going to – and that, I don't want people to think I'm weird. I don't want yeah. to think I'm weird. I don't want the server to think I'm dumb. Yep. I chicken. Nerve wracking. Yeah, nerve wracking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and then imagine the motherfuckers that were, you know, oh, that's a. How do you pronounce that? Yeah. Nerve wracking. So I mean, and that's the only Is line of defense or the only line of information. This way, yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what you meant? Yeah. Yeah. See, but that's all service. Is just like keeping people comfortable. Mm. If you're going to challenge them, one if we're, if I'm going to be challenging through the food, the service has to be like extra accommodating. Like, yeah. Oh, you need me to explain it to you? Sure. Yeah. I got time. I'll yeah. explain it to you. See, and I think that is a a 360 from maybe a generation before where 
and I could be wrong, but I think where egos kind of drove a lot of, you know, at least a certain amount of restaurants where it's like, nah, man, I'm on my way to the highway, fuck all that, man. They yeah. fuck as you know. I think that's definitely, you know. They should go and look it up before they even come in. Exactly. Like, yeah. Which is one not, way to look at it. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But it's then fine. the people that it's are kind of. It's not reality. Exactly. Because in reality, the I'm true so, feeling yeah. is always. Uh, what am know. I going to do? Look up every business before I show up? Yeah. I'm going to walk in here and know every single thing about what they yeah. do. It's not happening. Yeah. Only certain people really do that. Like, I, I always vet my stuff, but then also that's just me looking for a specific experience. But for most people, it's like, oh man, this place, I heard this place is good. Let's go in. It's such a. It's, Let's uh, try it. Yeah, it's such a random thing. What's That's going why it's like, oh, yeah. there's this picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't tell you how many people I've walked past their table. Are you ready to order? They're on Yelp. They're not even on my website. Yeah. They're like, I want this. I'm like, it's not on the menu. Yeah. But it's right here. I'm like, the menu changes. Like, you stay with the season. See, yeah. Yelp is that weird one. Yeah. Like, what do you, in your but opinion, then you got to change Yelp. What would you it, do? If I could change Yelp? Yeah. No, I'd leave it. Mm. Yelp is a great, and I think... Uh, uh, where it is now, Yelp is a great index okay. of what's around you. Okay. And that's how I use it. It's just like, what's open? Yes. Uh, click on it. It's oh, like it's an got immediate, a $3 sign yeah. or a $2 sign, like a whatever. Book. Okay. Yeah, phone book it, with pictures. Yeah. It's not like a $1 sign. It's not like a $5 sign thing. Okay. I have a very general idea of what I'm getting myself into. Maybe on my way there, I flip through a couple of the pictures and get an idea of like, oh, this place is trying to be a little more uptrend. This place is like more just like casual. It's like, okay, cool. I'm dressed right. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. It is a quick index. Order yeah. something, chicken, something, vegetable. Yeah. If it's good, great. If it's yeah. not, oh well. But as far as the Yelp usage, it's a great index for what's happening. Even for me, on the on the in charge side, looking at reviews, it's a good index of what's happening out of my line of sight. Ah, uh, makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? People that aren't saying it I can, up front, but I can see a trend. Yeah. In writing, of like, oh, there's four one star reviews. Oh, it's four different, completely different reasons mm-hmm. over the span of like a month on four different days. Yeah. Sounds like four accidents happened. Yeah. Four four random events. Yeah. Oh, there's four one-star reviews that all happened Wednesday night when so-and-so was there, and they're all about... A little more poignant. Uh, something. Yeah. Huh. That's something I have to address. Ah, okay. So. Only thing I would add is of a 24-hour camera of the restaurant <laughs> just to see if it's busy or not. Yeah, just so you can tell. Yeah. Well, they have a... Yelp offers a thing, a host thing, that I can pay for. Uh-huh. And... Uh, take reservations through it and oh like open table yeah oh wow uh that i'm always almost about to do but it seems at least for now probably not worth it Mm. needs a it needs a little bit more uh work from the service staff than i thought it did last time i checked in with the up about it oh it's not like it's not like not as automated as i thought it was it it takes a little little bit more more input than i thought it did and Mm. and uh, i think it would would be really useful Sometimes, for me, makes sense. Yeah. But it it does look handy for just to be on there and right through Yelp's app. You can just click and be like, "Oh, okay. Oh, they're at a forty-five minute wait." Ooh, that would be that would be a game right changer away. for Yelp for sure. Because then they they get into the whole open table world and uh, what other reservation uh, apps uh, are there? I think Google does it too. Really? There's Resi. Oh yeah, Res. Uh, Yelps has been the one I've been most impressed with. 
mm-hmm. but a lot of it is because it's connected right into their app too so which is how easy to access i mean well they are the source yeah people either google or they yell yeah that's what i interesting noticed. that google's made it that far ahead already because google. it seems like they took like well, a skeleton you, version of yelp and then everybody you just uses go right it. in your browser and you just oh what, what was that place something yeah, the search and then it has it right yeah. there yeah Oof. Google's smart because they made all their stuff really connect really well. Yeah. So I know a lot of people who will have like an iPhone. Yeah. But they'll have all the Google apps. Yes. They don't use Apple's apps. No. They use Google Maps. Google's apps, yeah. And, it, and so Google Maps links with Google search engine. Mm-hmm. So you use Google Map and you find that restaurant, you click on it, it goes to the Google webpage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't go to mine. No. And then people come in, they're like, it says you're open. Like, I'm like, I, don't, I don't own Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's actually yeah. a big problem with a lot of businesses because yeah. it's a Google thing, not a direct Yeah. Well, thing. you can update Google stuff, but um, every time I change something on our profile for Google, it takes like three or four days True. for it to finally change. But it's like... But on other it algorithms... changed already. But on other algorithms, with other people's stuff... Can change it right away. It'll be like, oh, no, it's still... It's closed. Or, yeah. oh, no, the hours are still till now, 7. No, people don't check that. They find the one answer they want, and that's it. And then that's it. Yeah. 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 Mm. But see, maybe that's just a work through, because this 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 uh, food game definitely is changing, and I, it's curious to see how digital is incorporating itself in. And I think when we're talking about it, those are those little things that are actually happening. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm like uh, the more the thing I'm very curious about is, you know, the the one thing I definitely noticed was the no menu thing, which is interesting with the QR Q, QR codes. I'm thinking of going back having menus again paper menus I don't know what do you think detachment from the experience I like the feel of a paper menu Mm -hmm. and I think it it's another way to reinforce the experience of the place like having a paper menu with the type the typeface that you exactly want that matches Mm -hmm. your Mm ambiance you know is, is one thing versus on your phone yeah it's doable on the phone but I think once you incorporate it's that it's convenient on the phone yes I will say that yeah. I can change the menu at the last second yeah 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 or yeah. mid service yeah oh we ran out of something just take it off that's a good point that's I a good love point. that part of it yeah but see I'm thinking the idea of it detaches from the entire experience it does depending on what the ownership would like cause I mean there will be restaurants that are fully automated fully digital I will come, I will come for it I'm thinking those restaurants will ultimately evolve into like one person cubicles where yeah. it's gonna be just like yeah. that's what I'm thinking no, which is totally fine yeah. but I don't like that part of it that yeah, it takes you out of the experience of, of yeah. the restaurant cause it's like oh okay I'll just hop on my phone oh well while I'm on my phone I'll look at the Yelp with the pictures and yeah and then uh, you I'll know, just which, eat when I'm on my phone too might as well yeah it's good and bad because mm-hmm. people want to know how big it is alright well your phone's right there you can look it up mm-hmm. but it does kind of take away from the mystique of the experience too I'm more on the side where you're at I would prefer to have uh, you know like interaction cheaper. experience uh, yeah. kind of that deal and then leave it at the experience especially if we're moving towards a heavy you know hospitality movement I would think that to really, you know, specifically make your experience unique, having a menu would seem something that's like, oh, that's commonplace. But it feels like a lot of people are going to move to a, you know, a digital situation for yeah. efficiency purposes for, it's, you know, no... It offers a lot of things that are nice. Exactly. But I think it takes away from the general experience yeah. because I want to know that you're the one making it. But now if I'm understanding that the robot is making it as well as I'm ordering from the robot, and the, the idea is just more of a... Yeah, exactly. It should just be a home. 
Yeah, but then it, it depletes the purpose of the idea of, you know, eating yeah. together. And the restaurant is the extension of community. Yeah. And if we're talking about, you know, being local, I think the emphasis should be on knowing your local people. Because restaurants, again, are a very prominent small business idea in America. And it's, it thrives in America. And like I said, the last couple of years, you know, restaurants of that stature have been, you know, in a little weird bind, unfortunately. It's the same. Robots. It's not crazy, right? That's crazy. Hey, just somebody floating. Yeah. See, that's a, it, the future's I thought, here. I thought like a scooter was coming by. No, this is just a yeah. one-wheel car. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, the insight to the future. Like mm-hmm. I said, as as these restrictions have completely disappeared somehow, and nobody talks yeah, about it. Pretty em, much gone. It's like okay, since nobody's dying, I guess we're back. Well, quote unquote, people are dying somewhere else now. So Apparently, new, that's what I'm saying. There's a new problem, so it's like, hey, we're done with this. Okay, a newer and bigger problem. Let's not happening. talk about that no more. This yeah, is happening. So yeah, I know that. Was it Steinberg was saying he wants all the state workers to go back to the office? So uh, we'll see. Tough sell. Well, uh, one, he's not their boss. True. So uh, it doesn't really matter. So <laughs> who's the mouthpiece behind it? Yeah, see, that's so the question. We'll see. I, I hope that means that the city workers are at least going back, and maybe that'll start the trend of lunch again people going back to the office uh, I, I would bet the, the, the Steinberg my car needs some work uh, that's a if, diesel man that's forever <laughs> if Steinberg wants the state employees to go back I would bet that the state employees are going to go back even though he's not in charge yeah. he does run this city mm. and him and Newsom talk all the time so I would, mm. I would I would imagine well and they just built that new building Oh yeah, no. I was talking yeah. to some construction guys about that. That building looks hella nice. Actually. It is. It is. I mean, it would be a bonus for me, so I am kind of hoping it happens. Oh, for lunch audiences. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The state workers are there. Lunch in downtown. That's back. I just do. It's I'm, like flipping a light switch. That's a big hope. Yeah. It's a hard sell to a generation. Although, as a, though. just a regular citizen, I'm kind of like, are they getting their work done at home? Leave yeah. them there. Why do, they, why do we need to pay for new buildings for them if they're going to get the same amount done at home? Because that's government. That is yeah, our the tax, tax dollars. Money and put it somewhere else. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. Why run the same thing? Unless, I mean, maybe there'll be, are they going to downsize? You know what I'm saying? Like, state work? Nah. Nah. This is a state-run thing. This is the capital. No, they'll never take away the amount of people. They'll they'll only ever add more people. Mm -hmm. So now, understanding that reality, how many of them are going to be forced back into the office? Because you could honestly admit there's a lot of people that want to go back for a lot of different reasons. Obviously, the ones that probably have, like, a full household are like, man, I cannot do work home. I need to get back to the office, which is fine and dandy. But I know that there's a lot of those, you know, younger types that are probably like, man, efficiency is... At an all-time high. I don't even ever go back. IT people, all those people They've that are all come digital. To a coffee shop and just hang out all day. I think it's going to be a half-and-half half situation. Yeah. Emphasis put on, you know, robotics and digital. Yeah, my uh, cousin's company, before he left it and went to work for the city, I think, they were going to, thinking about doing, like, an office share thing. Oh, shared office space. Share, yeah. share, share an office space where, like, half the week it's you and then the other half of the week someone uses the same physical space. But you're at home. Yeah. You still work, but you guys share a desk. Mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds like a great idea. I've heard of a couple of those. I mean, I know some of those sprouted up already, but I heard, I think they were maybe a little too early because I know those things kind of popped up a couple years ago and a lot of them folded already in terms of the shared workspace, like big warehouses that house yeah. 
multiple companies on different days oh, kind wow. of deal. Oh, see, this was just his company only. Oh, shit, okay. At their, they were going to downsize their office space in, by half because they're like, we don't need to pay rent at this big place yeah, yeah, yeah. if only half of you have to be here at a time. Oh, that's a good point. Or a quarter mm. or none. Or none at all. Why am I paying this rent for this yeah. huge-ass building that we apparently do not do need? Do not need at all. Maybe we just rent out a conference table once a month. See, and that's what I remember hearing rent. about those shared workspaces where it would be, you could rent a space by the hour, by the month, and then here, and then it's like a, it's almost like a big-ass coffee shop where you have so, cubicle, honestly, you, you have things. you could just rent out a coffee shop. You I could mean, just rent out a restaurant. Hey, we want to have our office meeting mm-hmm. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, especially if it's one of those where I only got to meet up with my employees once a month. I mean, that does open the prospect and the ability. If a company came to me and said, once a month, we want to rent you out for lunch. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, easily. <laughs> sure. But, I mean, those are those CEOs that are, you know, the, the dude right here. Like, this dude's probably like, yeah, I'm going to buy this place out for a, a month, bring all my employees that work online everywhere in the world, and then we're just going to have it here and then yeah. have and then it. They, and then they go back home. Mm-hmm. Just, I think it's important to have a little face-to-face time. It'll be a combination of both for sure. Yeah. Nice. All right. Nice, bro. 108. Very nice. Right. Tell the people what they need to hear, Pete. Uh, drink your water. Uh, drink your coffee. Drink your coffee. <laughs> get, your, get some sleep in. Uh, I don't know. I'm not in my usual setting. I don't remember any of the I know. I this is a different setting. I do like the setting, though. This could yeah, be a feature. Definitely drink you know, your water. Oh, listen to listen, not to respond. Mm-hmm. Vote with your dollar. Vote with your dollar. Drink mm-hmm. your water. Mm-hmm. Uh, be kind. Uh, I don't know. Take some time for you. Yes. Away from all the noise. Yeah. Fuck the noise. Yeah. Don't let the noise drown you yeah. out. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Yeah. Instincts are everything. Yeah. Food Junkie Radio episode. I don't know what number we're on now. Forty something, thirty something. We're doing good though. Thank you, Pete. Yeah. Always appreciate it, brother. <laughs>